0: welcome back guys um and actually i am back (laughs) i don't know i mean i think this is the third time that i do the intro for my podcast and i'm well aware that most of my closest friends are not even listening to it i always every single time that i post it i send the link i share it and they're like keep it up perla keep it up but they never listen to it never ever i don't know why i mean i think they're pretty cool Like, well, I mean, I don't don't know if like podcasts are for everyone, but well, this one, to be fair, is quite weird and random at the same time because we start talking about, he's a geologist, Felix, and we start talking about geology, but then we move. Well, actually, we start talking about this psychopath from our hostel called um, Frank, and coincidentally, he's from Germany, but yeah, I don't want to get into it. But we move forward from Frank to geology, to spirituality, to his family tree and constellation family stuff, and Nazis and Harry Potter. So, and depression. Ooh, that bit is so, so cool. I mean, I was gonna say so much fun, but it's not fucking fun because it's about depression. And it's not cool in terms of, oh, yo, you have swagger. But it's cool in terms of, it's very insightful, very inspiring. And he says at one point, well, would you choose the leaf or the bullet? If you choose the bullet, what a waste of a bloody life. So, yeah, no spoilers. Spoiler alert! But I hope you enjoy. There's two breaks. Um, This one, I am aware that it's longer. This one is longer than, you know... The previous ones but it's worth it just i just let it flow so hope you enjoy hope you like enjoy the the accent as well the kiwi accent is uh, very musical and see you next time welcome to perla meets the world a podcast where the travel worlds. <laughs> jesus is this recording
1: eighteen. Great story. This is Felix, guys, by the way. My name's Felix. I'm a geologist from somewhere in Australia. Um yeah, that's what I'm doing at the moment. <laughs>
0: With a Kiwi accent.
1: With a Kiwi. Kiwi German, I'm Kiwi. What am I? Um I was born in New Zealand, brought up by Germans, by Bavarians. Um Yeah. And now I'm in Australia following my passion, which is rocks. <laughs> and the and the wild adventures of Australia, the Outback. Um, yeah, and now where I am now, I'm currently here in early on break, going on Monday, back to work, fulfilling a role that, I, that I'm really nervous about because I have to train three new geologists. Oh, that's going to be a mission. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was two. three now. I just Ooh. got another email, three.
0: So you think there's one, like, falls on...
1: Nah, I think it's just because more people, our company wants to expand. And seeing that I've been there for two years, they're like, oh, he knows everything, we're going to have to, he's going to have to teach these young fellas how everything works. So, oh, bigger teaching role, I feel like a godfather. God, oh, But
0: it's not <laughs> the first time that you do it, right? Or, or is and it? It is actually, your yeah, first really? time
1: teaching someone else, yeah, first time ever. Mm. Yeah, should be good, should be a good experience. Oh, be good. <laughs> you'll oh, well. be fine. I, I'm always nervous, who isn't? Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is the first
0: thing that you do something... But yeah. it's exciting because you know how many times do you do something for the first time.
1: That's right. It's yeah. not very often. No, lately. Every, well, that's right. Yeah, it's good. It's it, I'm actually looking forward to it. So actually,
0: when was the last time that you you did something for the first time and you felt exactly the same way you're feeling right now?
1: Probably about a week ago. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> our, our job always This changes. is not the answer. That I was <laughs> <saying>. So <laughs> and, why? Oh, it's just you know I don't know. Everyone has butterflies when you when you take on a new task right if there's something completely new but that's the beauty about doing the task because mm. it's a challenge and you might fail, you might fail you might fuck it up but if you if you go through and you pass you know all good well who challenged completed great you can do it next challenge you know it's kind of another thing that you have to overcome and, and do so i don't know it's like a, it's just something to look forward to
0: <laughs> and what was it, the task that you had to go?
1: The, pa- uh, the task was, I had to take Frank, you know, another guy to teach the know-how of of how it works, and the, the most difficult part was his most fucked-up personality.
0: Do you want to talk about Frank?
1: We can talk about anything, if you like. I've, re- I've got to have, have lots okay. to tell. <laughs>
0: Go, about, go for Frank, just for people to know who Frank is and why okay. that was a challenge. Because I wanted to ask you how you managed to drive all the way back with him in the car after he got fired. Uh, so, <laughs> was that not uncomfortable? Very.
1: Um, so, how this works. Um, I, personally, as an individual, I'm really bad at saying no. So, you know, being a boss, that's something I have to learn at some point is when to say no. Um, and with this person, he, you could say he's very, okay, where to begin? Start from the beginning. Um, when I came here a, week, a month ago, and you know, I saw you a month ago, I came in in the doors here, and I was really desperate for a worker—just anyone, any backpacker, because backpackers are normally great. They just want to do an adventure and get cooked in the sun and look at snakes and look at rocks with me. Crazy backpacker, yeah. Hey? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I yeah, came across. Um, it was on the last day going out of out of here, out of Ely Beach, and I went to talk to um, to Nathan, and Nathan he said to me, he's like, oh. I've got the perfect man for you, someone who, who's really desperate to get work, and I was like, oh, great, I don't care who it is, and just throw him at me. Met, met him, and I was like, oh, great, a German, fantastic, nice, a Neanderthal-looking German, <laughs> fantastic. And he's got a split tongue as well. Oh, fuck, great. <laughs> yeah, so um, so then I, accept, I said to him, look, mate, you can come with me in a couple of days, we'll go go to work. Um, and and then, yeah, I got a call from the boss, and he's like, oh, have got another four days off, to just stay, stay here and Italy for another four days. So I stayed here for four days and what Frank ended up doing was just getting blind drunk for four days straight. And after four days I had to leave because I was like, holy fuck, I think I've made a mistake. I've, I've hired someone who's an Elkie and a bit of a rager and doesn't really give a damn about anyone else or what, what their feelings are. Um, so that's why I went on break by myself to a hotel to try and rethink the situation. Um, and I came to the conclusion, fuck it, I'll just give him a chance, you know, why not? You know, everyone needs a chance. So I took him, I was like, okay, great, I'll just wait till he's not hungover, I'll drive him back out there. We sort of understood each other, he said, I'm normally not like that, blah, 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 all this. You know, every person tends to always say, I'm never like that. <laughs> so anyway, we get, we get to site, and um, after the second day, I really realised there's a problem. Like, we, we, our job is normally we go out into the bush... Um, uh, we start at, what, 6 in the morning, um, get all out, we take about 15 litres of water each, um, plus a 50-litre jerry can on the back of the ute, drive from Claremont into the bush, maybe 150 k, 100 k's away, uh, and then do a soil sampling grid over an area and try to measure the geochemical signatures of the soil and the rock, and then you can sort of pinpoint where certain... Elements or veins with high quantities of copper or zinc or whatever or gold, whatever you're looking for. Um, Anyway, so yeah, his job was to dig holes and to follow me and just learn as much as he can. And he was really good at asking questions, which yeah, I think if everyone seems to be when they're out there with me. (laughs) So yeah, I I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So that was cool. Um, It was good, Uh, but yeah, he's he's got some definite personality flaws. Um, some of which are very aggressive. Um, so, for example, everyone has their days every morning. You know, sometime you wake up and you're bloody furious or so you some, something's not going away and you're moody. Um, and when he's moody, you can't tell him anything. You can't ask him to do something. Like, at work, the whole, you know, I have to dictate him around to do things. He'll always talk back quite snappily, which is something already that we don't need at work. And our company... It's a no-blame policy. So if, if, you know, for example, with this bloke, if something went wrong, which it did, obviously, every few days, first few days, something would go wrong. Even if it's something minor, we strictly have a no-blame policy. So this guy, sadly, whenever he, something went wrong and it was his fault, he'd blame something else or us or someone else or the system or something. And me and my boss, he, like, he called me over after a week and he's like, Felix... Are you sure you've made the right choice here? I mean, I would fire him right now because we don't need someone that brings the team down. We need someone who's motivated, who wants to be there. He wants to be there because of the money and because of the opportunity all the blah, 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 like most people, but that's the thing. We look for people that really want to be there, (laughs) Um, which is important for morale. Otherwise, everyone will just feel like shit and things will go really wrong or safety issues, whatever. Um, So, yeah, so, yeah, he's a... I'm getting lost in my own talking. Um, (laughs) It's really
0: cool to see how you put your feelings aside
1: you have to,
0: and then you just like talk about him in a very rational way, like well, he has like personality issues.
1: You can't instead
0: of like getting involved with like you know the feeling behind It's like well he was so annoying blah blah blah. I would totally you
1: know? say he's a cunt right now, but oh, you know cool. like yes. I could easily say that like I really want to stab the bastard, but I can't because <laughs> you know you have to. You just yeah, did. <laughs> you can't really you know you can't really yeah in a professional world you can't really say that you always have to figure out another way to. Deal with him or deal with that frustration he's got or the anger issues or whatever he has. Mm-hmm. Um, and then try to just control it. And then when the time comes, I don't want to say to someone, look, you're fired because you're an arsehole. Mm-hmm. You know, my boss knows that I, I can't do that. I'm not like that. Um, so he knows when I'm getting more and more frustrated every day, if I can't like even look at Frank anymore, he knows that something's really wrong. And he's like, okay, look fired. He like talks to me after two weeks of just, you know, getting... It's funny, because the guy, Frank, he, he, Frank means be direct, right?
0: Yeah. And he's
1: always asking me, he's like, um, you know, if I'm doing something wrong, just tell me. I was like, okay, great, we'll try that out. Okay, right, does something wrong? I'll tell him, look, mate, you're doing this wrong, this is wrong. He'll just come back with a real angry excuse, oh, this is terrible, not, nah, this is because this is broken, look, mate, it's shit, you know, that kind of thing, um, which you don't need. <laughs> no one needs that. Yeah, no, so. absolutely not. Yeah, so what do you
0: think his problem is? Do you think it's like an I ego issue issues. or daddy issues? Yeah, he's got daddy issues oh, for sure. I've got okay. a friend
1: that's, ex- well, was a friend, but he was exactly like that. He's, um, yeah, there's a lot of angry, I think it, well after a lot of reading, I, I'm not a very, I don't want to diagnose anyone, but um, through what I've found is people that have a lot of suppressed rage um, and uh, just, yeah, Get angry at very small things and always blame other people. That think the world's wrong, and that they're fine. You know that they're normal. They tend to have something from their like from their childhood growing up. Um, that's to do with their parents, which is normally father leaving, father dying, no, you know, no. Um, he doesn't like being told what to do, which is awfully similar to my old friend. Um, who couldn't handle anyone telling him, a girl, look, mate, you've got to clean up this mess in the flat, you know, bloody pigs die. And he would just snap back at her, if you ever fucking tell me what to do again, I'll bloody call the police, or I'll kill you, whatever, that kind of thing. So was that your friend? It was a friend of mine. that oh, has, he has wow. the same sort of issues, like snaps just changed. But he had, his father left him when he was younger. And so with Frank, his father died when he was younger. Oh, Which okay. he's got really, he's, he's definitely, he's never probably ever, cro- like never... How do you say? um,
0: A role model?
1: No, yeah, that, and he's never had, he's never grieved properly, I think. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people, they suppress their emotions from an experience like that. Um, Geez, I feel like a psychologist.
0: (laughs) No, but it's good not to talk about this because it's not the first person that I met and I ran into in this world, like, you know, throughout my life that, you know, has similar patterns and behaviors like him. So uh, it's just like to describe how this person is yeah. For people listening And maybe If they can relate to Oh I know One You know A person like that And how to deal with Someone who's so angry All the time Because sometimes it's scary I, I'm scared of this man yeah. When he was staying at the hostel I was very scared Yeah And I'm not easily scared yeah. By anyone I'm very straightforward yeah. yeah And I was scared Because I I couldn't expect Or predict How You know He was gonna react Or yeah. what he was gonna do next
1: Yeah Unpredictable. Yes. When you're an alcoholic, you're, well, he, well, he says he's not, but he's definitely a substance abuser. Um,
0: yes. Uh, he he got, was always drunk,
1: yeah. Yeah. there's another good example, actually. At, at work, um, what we normally do, I, I told this to him day one, because um, we have pubs, you know, in, in Claremont, but we tend to go to the pub on Sunday, just all the stuff and have a beer and have a steak or something, just as a social sort of thing. Um, and he demanded that on Saturday night when we had the consult, we had a consultant group with us. the were people, heaps of young guys. We we're working with them in the field as well. And Frank got kind of close to one of the young guys, 22 year old. And um, yeah, every now and then we go to the pub with them as a group. And he demanded, like I said, look mate, we can't go to the pub this Saturday. We have to get up tomorrow quite early um, to do another soils program. He's like, look mate, I'm going to the pub. You can't tell me what to do this is under, Leno, you know, we finish at 5 o'clock, I can do whatever I like from this time on, I'm like, yes and no, but if you hurt yourself in the pub or we'll get into a fight um, or something, it's still our site this whole area where you are is our site, this whole town, so if you fuck up something with the landowners or with people we know it's all coming back on us and you're going to lose your job immediately, and he just swore at me quite a lot, and Carlos heard it as well and he's like, what the What the hell was that? The
0: Colombian
1: guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the Colombian guy. Because they have
0: personality. Yeah, Yeah." he's he's
1: good. (laughs) He's good, yeah. Yeah, so the next morning, I woke him up to get to work. He didn't get up early as usual, and he was stone, hungover, completely hungover. And then I had a serious chat with him in the car, and I said, look, look, mate, that was not okay. And he's like, I don't fucking care what you, you know, what you think, it was fine, it's all good, We were fine, it was all good. And he was totally hungover, you could tell he was hungover. And at work, was a bit slow. And then Carlos, my, my boss, he'd come to me and he's like, so how was it? And I was like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> he knew. He knew. He so wanted to kill him. Yeah, he just he yes. knew. He was like, yep, we're going to get rid of him. Don't worry. I'll sort it out. And I was like, you could tell him. I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> you tell him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was that. And then we came here. And I what I what I sadly done, I promised him, um, and I like keeping promises, promises. Um, I promised him, look, we'll go to the sapphire fields, which is uh, at the start of the swing when I told him, I was like, look, if you really like rocks, let's get some sapphires, which is just south of us, half an hour drive. Um, and we drove into the desert just for a night, and I said, look, originally on my birthday, it's my birthday today, let's go, go get some sapphires. We happy stay. birthday,
0: happy related birthday, by the way. That's fine. <sighs> Are you Pisces?
1: I'm Pisces, yeah. Everyone Sixth is Pisces that's why Why? i'm a mad diver and adventurous so it makes sense all the best people (laughs) the
0: people that i love the most are pisces
1: great (laughs) like my 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 best friends
0: my partner you nathan is he as well nathan as well yeah what
1: and when's your birthday
0: 25th of september i'm a libra
1: bugger and 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 and
0: 22nd i I think it's a bad girlfriend
1: I didn't even know it was my birthday until two days, you know, before, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna." Six off marriage Okay. One, one more, one more year closer to death. Fantastic. Come on, how old <laughs> nah, are you? Nah, I'm twenty-six. Twenty-six? <laughs> yeah, you're joking. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, so I'm
0: fun. thirty-two this year, so you cannot say that these things to me. Young? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, it's just the college. It's too hot. No. <laughs> <laughs> still
1: hot, got it, guys. <laughs> you still, still got, got it. it. <laughs> oh, shit, that's cool. Yeah. Oh well.
0: So it was your birthday and you wanted to do something yeah, special. J- yeah. I yeah. mean, sapphires look really cool. Like oh God,
1: some I should show you. Oh, look, actually, come to think of it. I'm.
0: sound amazing to I me. I just went
1: and bought a shit ton of opals. I was looking at them in the sun before. I have to go and cut them all. Oh,
0: wow. Because I've, I've got all
1: the tools in New Zealand um, to cut and, and make jewellery. Like, I made this hook out of greenstone when I was in New Zealand. Oh, I, found I it love,
0: myself. I love punamu.
1: Punamu, that's the one. Yeah,
0: I do have punamu too. Oh,
1: you've got, I was looking at that.
0: Sh- I, I don't know this one. I don't know I don't what this that, is.
1: That might be. Let's get the hand lens out and have a look later.
0: Yes, but yeah, this one like um, uh, a friend of mine from New Zealand gave it to me, and then an a Maori guy gave me the string, but I I lost the string. Oh, it's so, so easy to lose
1: the string. Yeah, but yeah. I love punamu. It's cool. Yeah. But
0: can you can you not find these like uh, in the field?
1: You can.
0: Yeah. Uh, so why did you buy it then?
1: Because it was pretty is it easier it was, it, he wanted the guy wanted it for $200 oh. I don't know why but I'm really good at bringing the price down I got it for 50 oh that's amazing yeah, it's a good drop good deal so they're they're expensive so they would have been because I don't
0: know anything about stones I only know that diamonds are the girl's oh, best God, friend hate
1: diamonds really the stone in the world
0: it's, <laughs> it's the quite hard stone. hey
1: it's hard yes and you can burn it you know? really you can hold a pure diamond with a lighter and burn it away to ash just with a lighter What's
0: calming. your favorite stone then? I would say lapis lapis lazuli. I hate it.
1: Um, no, no, I don't hate it. I um, I definitely like sapphire, and opal's got to be second. Opal and sapphire are probably the two I like. Every stone. It's hard. You
0: just said that you hate diamonds. It's a stone.
1: Yeah, well, uncut. I love it. okay. a diamond that's rough. You know, it's an octahedron. It's so like it looks like two pyramids stuck on each other. Okay. It looks like a little diamond. Those are amazing, but as soon as you cut it, it's just like, it's like human, I don't know, <laughs> human input to a stone. I don't like it. Na- natural, like this is a natural. They, they just shape the edges, but that's how it came out of the rock. You know? It's beautiful, it has
0: to love colours. It's
1: so pretty. It's very so like colours. the sea. So. Yeah, so I don't know. I have to make something for mum for Mother's Day. So I'm going to have to do something like that. Maybe oh, you're a good well. kid. You're <laughs> a good knows? son. Oh, gotta try, gotta try. They've done so much for us. So.
0: And the sapphire. What's the
1: what's the color? Is it green? Oh, I've got yeah. to show you. It's in the car. I've okay. Got, we went to the set. Sa- well, like I say, we went to the sapphire fields with Frank, and he. I promised him. Promised him. Look, we should go. And after he got fired, I was like, oh fuck, we're still just gonna have to go. You know, I'm not gonna say we can't go, and he would lose his shit. You know, it would lose his crap completely. Yeah. So then I was like, okay. The original plan was we'd go for a week things change <laughs> so we drove down there day one i got absolutely sloshed because it's always good to have a beer or two by yourself in the desert and i got very drunk by myself and wandered around mine shafts like oh that's cool <laughs> yeah, and then we kept walking around in the bush and 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 then yeah i got all these messages from my friends like don't fall in the mine shafts stay away from <laughs> the mine you to your you're trying like yeah i know i'm fine <laughs> yeah and then, and then anyway and then yeah and then, we stayed, ended up staying one night, which I, I feel a little bit bad for Frank. But when I'm stressed, I can't make a rational decision anymore. So I had to, I was tossing up coming here and catching the ferry from Shute Harbour to go to one of the islands for the, for the week, you know, my normal spearfishing trip thing by myself. And they were leave, they could only leave on one day, uh, which was... Sunday I think, or Monday, it was Monday, yeah it was Sunday, they could only leave on Sunday and because of the weather or something then picked me up on Friday and so I had to change, uh, stay one night out in the, out in the sapphire, sapphire fields and then leave the next day to come here to, leave, to go on the ferry mm-hmm. um, and Frank was not at all happy about that because I had to keep changing my mind every two hours and Germans hate change, they
0: hate it. Hate I hate it, you
1: know it has to be like this, it cannot be any other way, and oh. you can't change it. you can't do spontaneous decisions you can't you know it's just not allowed oh, so no. it got and being a New Zealander and maybe it's not just New Zealand but it's just our work it's always like this it changes every day every second something you know you think you're doing a drilling program for two months but on the day you've bought all the gear four grand worth of stuff whatever you're ready to drill rigs are here and the company says no we're not going to drill anymore and you're just like what oh. <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it works you know that's how uh, oh Kiwi okay, yeah, so, people yeah but then you just have to be like oh okay get I getting paid it's okay <laughs> <I was kidding. laughs> but it's okay yeah so I don't know so that I, I guess that really frustrated him um, I took I took a lot I, oh yeah, this is something I learned from high school um, it's better to train yourself to take a lot so like a bully for example someone that hates life or whatever and that they want to hurt you verbally or physically whatever um, and if you take it and do nothing back you actually yeah you might feel slightly shit after a while. But the long run, um, you can let, you know, you can tell someone, look, I'm sorry, or you know how to deal with it. You can take in all the hits, like, so for example, with Frank, he abused me, all this, and I was like, mm-hmm, great, mm-hmm. Yep, I don't care, it's fine. Okay, just relax for a bit. Once you calm down, we'll keep doing the job. Um, but over time, obviously, you're like, no, nah, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna fire you, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, but you can take it for a while. So yeah, I've learned with through Frank, Frank that you can, um, yeah, you just have to be patient with some people, really, really, really patient. And sometimes, after a while, of course, it will, you, you, you just can't deal with it anymore. But you, if the, what I noticed if I was relaxed and he was furious, fuming his head off, swearing his head off about not finding a sapphire or um, getting frustrated with me changing the plans all the time, after a while, you know, the anger for him it just diminished. It was gone, and he was back to normal. And I was like, "How do you feel now?" And he's like, "I'm sorry, but I didn't mean that." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. That's that it happens to you every ten minutes." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, if if I was angry back to him, and you know, psh, it'd be a harosha it'd be just it'd be a shit house. So th- I guess that's something. That it's good, good to good to have under your belt a bit of compassion. <laughs> like that bloody book i read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that book as well. That's good. That's yeah. A good book. I wanted yeah. to ask
0: you like so were you bullied
1: at Shit school like high school? It. Why? Yeah. Big time. Um when I was younger, I Ooh, we can go into this in deep detail if you like, but mm-hmm. I really need to get a glass of water. My throat's drying out. Uh okay, my, we
0: can just like get a, like have a break. I'll just get and my water bottle. Get back. a water. Yeah. It's in the fridge. Well, this is the first break. We we have two breaks, so please do go to the toilet, do your things, take care of yourself, drink some water and get ready for the second part. Then we have a third part and it gets more and more interesting. And i um, sorry that we focused more of our first 20 minutes talking about um, Frank, this German guy, but we both had a chance to... Uh, coexist with this individual and I was really scared of him like really and so I think I wanted to delve more into how to deal with these kind of people because it's not the first time that I meet someone with those behavioral patterns and it's yeah it's so hard sometimes to know what to do when you see someone so violent selfish and self-centered And I appreciate his feedback on on this matter. But yeah, we're gonna move fast towards geology, rocks, like reincarnation, lockdown, mental health, Nazis and so on. I think even Harry Potter, so hang in there. How can you tell exactly which rock is which or which mineral? There's so many. I mean, if you give me one stone that's shiny, I'm like, well, I like it. Yeah, or whatever. There's so many different ones. Yeah. And um, why did you decide to study this?
1: My lust for rocks came when I was about four or three. Mum and dad, you know, I would always pick up rocks just on the beach or something as a kid. You pick up anything, you're like, oh, that's cool. I'm never going to look at it again. Put it in the pocket. Dad's like, okay, great. Fuck, he likes rocks. Fantastic. Four year old. And then I went to a private school, um, where it was a pretty bizarre private school, a school of philosophy mm-hmm. um, for, I don't know, weird kids. And they taught us to do acting, speech making, and sort of developed our passions, which were rocks. And my English teacher at the time, when I was six or something, who was a paleontologist, loved fossils, things like that. He had fossils all across his, his room, and he was also an actor. So through him, I developed acting, and really good with people. And I like to act. When I get drunk, I get really acty. I always have to go like this and act like a moron and all this. And I did a lot of plays and Shakespeare stuff through him. Um, And he was a singing teacher. So I developed my opera, singing, I did a bit of opera. Um, And speech making, uh, which uh, public speaking, I love it. I absolutely love it. Like I could, I, I love going in front of an enormous crowd, a thousand people and just trying to make them laugh. Fantastic. Public speaking is so much fun. It's I so thought you were an introvert. No, God, no, I'm an extrovert. Hell yeah. Really? I, I just like being by myself because- Because you're
0: very quiet sometimes, like, you know, low key what? and-
1: Stress. Yeah. It's yeah. because of work. Oh. I, when I'm completely unstressed, like now after that month, a week on the island, I can, you know, on the island, I'd sit there and just think about, okay, what do I have to fix now? Right. I have a problem with Frank. Right, fantastic. Okay, how how am I going to work through that? I'll sit there, and literally sit there for a whole day, just sitting in a chair, like, okay, I'm going to do this. Just try that. Okay, no, that didn't work. You know, and then just try to find peace, or inner peace, as you call it, um, by yourself. And then when I came back, you know, I'm totally fine again. Just sort of self-therapy, you could call it. Self-healing, which is a good thing to learn, because mum's very spiritually, and like she loves her Buddhism and all this, and... Reiki and all this, and Fan Reiki, and I don't know, she taught me all that stuff. So, you can heal your own body from your mental thoughts, and once you have a healthy head, just become more normal, which I am when I talk to people all the time. Always ask how people are and want to talk to people and fuck 53 year olds. Fantastic. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, oh yeah that's know. another topic for There's the podcast. Bo- so we need topics. three
0: different podcasts with you.
1: Oh, so
0: I've, many things to talk about. It's too much weird stuff, right
1: yeah that's too much yeah no we were we were originally started from rocks, so I always go off topic um,
0: no, but it's cool because like you seem like you're a puzzle, so everything uh-huh. that you are now came from a you know exactly when it was formed and uh-huh. you know inspired by so yeah. it's really cool no everyone can say that like you know from my mom, I took this from my professor, I took that yeah. from the, my experience, I took that from this book, I took this, yeah. and that's how I am now and I think it's amazing that you took like, you know, all the things that could benefit you instead of like, you know, getting the bad stuff as well, or trying to get the bad habits and, you know, the flaws aside and just focus on things that are gonna make you grow as a person.
1: What you think are valid and what other people will probably think are valuable as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the thing about growing up, I see, I think not very, here's a good thing, that book that I've been, this thing, okay, I we can talk read, about the book oh, too, just, just quickly, just a brief gloss over, I haven't read a book for seven years, and I haven't even, I normally never finish a book when I start a book, the only series of books that I've ever read were Harry, well, the Harry Potter books and the Lord of the Rings books, those and the Hobbit and all, all that stuff. oh yes I love those, adventure books, you know they're fantastic, but anything that's serious and kind of religious if you want to call that, um you know, I'd start the book and I'm like, oh, this is rubbish. And then I'd close it. I got to page nine when I was on the plane coming here. Looked at it, closed it. And then I was like, oh, my God, you know, I'm so stressed now from work. Oh, this, oh, God, I need, I need something to read. It doesn't matter what it is. For some reason, when I opened this book and I went through it, it all appealed to me completely, completely. One of these, this is insane. Really, really, if you ever feel like an absolute asshole or completely as if something's wrong with you, this, these chapters, see, look, for example, the chapters, it said here, training the mind for happiness. And sometimes when you're extremely stressed or you feel like an, as if you just can't deal with the world or yourself or something. When it, I read this, it was strange. I was, I was not happy a, a month ago. It was probably, no, not even that, a week ago when, when, I let, when Frank all that rubbish. So it said training the mind of happiness. So I, I read that chapter while I was out on the island And then it just got me sitting there for a whole day, just like, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Reclaiming our inner state of happiness. So I did that on the island too. A new model of intimacy. And it's like, oh my God, I'm still dwelling on my my, my relationship that I had with a girl two years ago. And she's moved on, blah, blah, blah. She looks similar to you anyway. And oh. she, um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no, no, it's
1: just funny, so no, good. Anyway, and so does the daughter of that, that Milford last night is strange. Anyway, she, so anyway, so then I was like, right, I'm going to try and figure out my intimacy again. And then it said deepening our connection with others, the value and benefits of compassion, which I thought was a really good one because it, that's going to teach me a lot to deal with Frank and, and, um, and, uh. Anyway, yeah, and, and other people. And then there's facing suffering, which said a lot of everyone suffers. That's a good one to read too. Self-created suffering. I bet you and I are really good at that. Yes. Yeah, I, I can already picture you as the same. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Uh, um, uh, shifting perspective, I haven't got there yet, and finding the meaning in pain and suffering. So this is all, I don't know, I thought this was quite cool. and the, Yeah. I,
0: I that th- last chapter, I'm very appealed to finding the meaning of like suffering and pain because if you so have to suffer if you have to, if you have to go through something that's very uncomfortable and it's painful yeah. why not make the most of it and yeah. learn something out of it
1: yeah yeah it's definitely i think it's definitely a good one to combat because everyone seems to create their own suffering you know yeah for example overthinking a subject um you know say for example oh god you know what's wrong with me why did i react like this over this or something and then you overcomplicate it and think about it and think about it and you feel already that you're getting worse and worse, and more upset about the topic or whatever it is. Um, yeah, and then you realize, oh, shit, I'm so dark now, I need to figure out a way to get happier and deal with the situation. Got to read this. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I have a few questions. So, Go for it. So, like, how can you deal with... I mean, I agree that we all create our own problems, but how can you deal with frustration? How can you deal with... Right, if we only have the now, and this is what we're, we have to concern about and worry about, and it's not enough, where is the not enough coming from, and how can you deal with it?
1: I know, I think you sort of, if I were to, jeez, it's a hard one to answer. <laughs> yeah, because
0: then, if, the, if we only have now, then why would we, would we bother working, like, or saving for a pension or something. If we, I don't know, if we have to be, you know, present well, in the d- moment.
1: Depends what sort of goals you have. Elaborate. <laughs> so, if, if um, say for example, look, everyone, everyone, what do they do? They all, all marry, work, eat, sleep, want to have kids, grow old, Ugh. get a pension, get kids. rich, that sort of rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just sort of depends if you have goals you want to try to you know complete those goals um but through goals you have challenges and with the challenges there's always stress there's always some sort of pain suffering so on and so forth or something goes wrong um yeah i guess it's just how i said it is like levels you have to go through whenever there's a task you have to just try to complete it and um I've already forgotten the question, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what, how,
0: how do you find happiness?
1: How do I? I don't What's know.
0: happiness to you?
1: Oh Jesus. Is it a,
0: a, an experience? Is it just something? It's normally
1: a comp- an accomplishment or you know sometimes you wake up and you mm-hmm. just feel happy. You just feel happy. You know I mean maybe I know happiness to me is I'm just generally happy well, when I'm not stressed and everything. There's no problem, no pain, no nothing know everything's going right you know everyone's smiling at you everyone's cheerful if someone else is happy then you're happy you know um or if you complete a task you're happy you know or if someone the simplest thing is if someone is attentive to you and and talks to you and i don't know isolation is definitely it can be good but it's not always good Um.
0: (laughs) but if you see people smiling at you and everything going well don't you think that it's you oh, probably, like, reading yeah. it that way? Probably. So you are creating that happiness. From, so yeah. what do you need to do? What do you have to do to get to that state of mind? Jeez, to I, get to your own happiness, that's my question. Shit.
1: Um,
0: because, I mean, obviously, yeah, happiness is just waking up and feeling happy now. Nah, well, I mean, if people like now are, are going through shit, like in lockdown, for example, in the UK, Spain, yeah. Europe. How can we they explain fine. to them, yeah?
1: I guess staying, they're now. Be now staying busy. That's something I figured out in high school.
0: But busy is not like just distracting yourself from actually finding what you truly want to do or facing your problems. Don't you think yeah. that being busy is just a distraction? It's, it like, it's being, like avoiding. <laughs> yeah, it's like being drunk all the time. Like, well, yeah, you're yeah. not really thinking, yeah, you're, you're just like worry. numbing whatever yeah. big questions in life you have.
1: Yeah, or if you have, I don't know, if I was a person in lockdown um, and, you know, what lockdown's been going for six months, four months or something, and you've got, you're just locked inside and you you feel like you want to die out of depression. Um, But it's funny, with being busy, that's what all my friends did, like in in New Zealand, when, when they had lockdown, it was only for a month. But even then, for someone who's always outside and you have to be inside suddenly for a whole month, um, they realized it's yes, it might be an excuse to stay busy, you're avoiding the problem. But in doing that, eventually you sort of forget time and uh, you do sort of get happy because you're focused on another task. But as soon as, obviously, as soon as you stop, well, maybe it's bedtime, you go to sleep. <laughs> and True. then the next morning, you're like, great, what am I going to do today? I'm going to clean the floor, although it doesn't need to be cleaned. Why the hell not? I'm going to just stay busy by the time i don't know i'm not i don't know if that's the right way to go about it but that's how i'd do it <laughs> well, <it's laughs> because good, then a month later you're like oh it's done oh great well now the house looks immaculate and you know fantastic but i don't know i don't i don't, I don't I never was in lockdown so i can't really tell me neither like, yeah we are the lucky ones yeah yeah so.
0: yeah but i don't know i just feel like in this society we're trying to avoid feeling uncomfortable either through therapy or alcohol drugs but don't you think that sometimes being uncomfortable is also good? And we I now cannot deal with it? Like our new generations cannot deal oh, with not. uncomfortable It's
1: these bloody things. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. You all know, the,
0: the, the false technology.
1: Yeah, it was funny. It was funny with. When I was younger, when we had brick phones, I refused to get a brick phone. And I just changed to a normal phone. Fo- well, they call them a normal phone. Because at work, they require me to have email all the time. Um, and personally, it's. With these, with the, with, with the technology, you know, everyone's like, oh, I have to look pretty today, like I did today. I shaved my beard. Off, so I have have so funny, he shaved his beard, yeah. and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> this is a podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no oh, one's shit. gonna see
1: you. Ah, shit. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, um, oh, where was I going with that? Yeah, I think, with you, Yeah, I think personally, if if you have a problem, it's always good to hit rock bottom. It doesn't matter how depressed you get. Oh, sure, you want to half take your life, whatever, give it a go, whatever, go for it, try it. Right, you know, it may sound dark, whatever. Um, but normally, you only hit, you hit rock bottom normally for most people. And then you sort of get a self-realisation like, shit, I just have to try and get back out of this hole, you know. that's I had depression once, and yes, it was cruel. Like I, That's why I have such a, I not don't, I don't think it's a negative idea. Towards people when they're when they're depressed, I'm like, look, mate, I did this. Here's a here's a good here's a good good example. I had a flatmate. Uh, his name was Hamish. He was a young guy. He was he'd never been flatting in his life, and he he after a year he was very socially awkward very weird kind of not very good at talking to people and i sort of already knew this so I, I tried to take him to parties and take him out and sort of thing and he, you know all my mates are like who the fuck is this guy don't bring this guy again They're like look mate i'm taking He's cool nice i had to give drinking. him a chance yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly anyway, yeah, and, then he, and then and then what happened he, he got really depressed like really 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 depressed for three months or four months he just sat in his room he never left his room um, and then wow. one day he came out just in tears, and I was like, "Right, sit down," <laughs> you know. And my la- I told my landlord as well. I think this guy is getting pretty bad. And then I sat down with him before that, um, and I was I was actually loading ammunition. I was going to go hunting. I had like my bu- <laughs> I had my bullets, literally loading yeah, like, ammunition. Like, I thought it was just like the- a psychological no, like, thing. No, like literally like <laughs> putting the the tops on the on the on the casing and putting in the powder and putting them on and loading them and checking them to see if they go in the chamber and the gun and all this. And anyway, I had I had a bullet in my hands, coincidentally. I had a bullet and I had a leaf. What was it? A leaf? Maybe it was an egg. I think it was a leaf. I think it was a leaf. Yeah. So anyway, I had the bullet and I had it and I looked at them and I was like, Ah okay, so I asked Hamish, I said to Hamish, Okay, put the bullet down and put the leaf down. I was like, watch one of these. Bullet represents death, leaf represents growth. What would you choose right now? He pointed at the bullet. And I said, right, so if you chose that bullet right now, I was pretty, pretty pissed off, to be honest, and pretty, not angry, but I don't know frustrated. frustrated, yeah. Yeah, and I just said to him, look, I know how you, fe- I know how you feel, I've been depressed too, but I, I'm, I'm going to be pretty blunt with you. If you took that bullet now and you killed yourself, just think about what's going to happen. Your parents will be hurt beyond belief. You know, you're an only child, they will be absolutely distraught. And all the people that you know from high school, they also will be distraught. For the parents, that'll go on forever, but for your friends, you'll be forgotten over time. It'll be as if you never existed. What a waste of a bloody life. And then I said to him, look, um, I, th- I think I went over it a bit more a bit more detail, but the gist of it was I told him, if you do that, no one's going to give a shit. You- you're-, you're just going to cease to exist and you'll have to do this all again in your next life. Or maybe you'll turn into a pig or something, I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) so and then and then I said to him, you could tell he was really thinking about it. Like he was really he couldn't even look at me in the eyes because he was so consumed in his head. And he and when he when I talked to him afterwards I was like, All right, if you were to choose now, if if you were to choose the leaf, regrowth, it's gonna be a hard fucking way for you to go, but you have to try every little piece imagine you're in a hole right now every little piece you pull out of the or you try to climb up to the surface you fall down again you might get higher every time but eventually i promise you you'll get out of that hole but it'll be a hard way you'll have to try just try every day try and force yourself to look at people for a little bit longer try and talk i'll sign you up to a couple of clubs i'll take you spearfishing we'll go out we'll do some stuff try and keep you occupied that's sort of how I did it, avoided the situation and stayed busy. Keep busy. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, and then eventually you're like, ah, I'm back to normal. Yeah, so that's sort of, I told him that and I said, look, I'll give you a chance, you know, but most of it's going to have to be yourself. You have to realise that you're have to. you the only one that can change, change yourself. Um, and then I asked him again, which, which side would you choose? And he pointed the leaf and I'm like, fuck, yeah, good on him. <laughs> yeah, so then after, after about three months, I told my landlord and I was like, look, mate, I'm gonna look after him for a month. I've still got to study. I've still got to work, which is fine. I like helping people. Um, And he, um, he, um, yeah, he woke up and he bought a house. He's a bit younger than me, and he's a bit more well off. But he went and bought a house, and um, he's I think he's renting it out, and he's doing really well. He's resumed studying. He was gonna do economics, and then he's now he's doing medicine. Um, He's still bloody awkward as, really, you know, socially weird and all this, but. He learnt how to deal with his depression without drugs, without the pills or the happy stuff. Um, he drinks a little bit. That's fine. I do, too. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, but he, in in the end, he figured out that, you know, it's worth fighting for, which I thought was great. It took him, yeah, it was good. <laughs> do you
0: think we create the depression? Yes. How? How do you get to that point? What has to happen for you to just lose hope on yourself?
1: Um, so... How, how, how that worked with me um just as an example anything any small it's like a trigger so if your parents die or something enormously traumatizing happens to you um there's almost certain it's almost certain that i'm going to go into depression when my parents die oh well, it's just 100% certain but i'll get out of it i'm good at that um but it's to do with grief as well so loss so if if you're, say, if you broke up with a girl, like I fell in love three times and I'm almost sick of it now. That's why I'm rooting 53 year olds. But oh, yeah... You can fall in love with <laughs> nah, I'll do it year again. <laughs> i again later. But yeah, no. So she, I fell in love with a girl and she, um, yeah, it was very nice. It was great. It was all, everything worked out well for a while. And then bang, suddenly over. She slept with someone and I was absolutely terrified and heartbroken and all this shit. Anyway, so that that spiraled into a massive depression from overthinking because you're always. Worried, you can like. I'm a visual person, so if something, for example, um, like that happened, she got she slept with someone else. I just visualized that like every person in the union was like, Oh, they're probably fucking her as well. Oh my god, that's gonna drive me crazy. Obviously, that'll drive you crazy.
0: You got psychotic. I
1: got pretty Pretty bad, like, I was like, Oh my god, I have to kill everyone, I have to stab someone. (laughs) I started sharpening knives under my bed, yeah, but I never did anything like that because I knew obviously it was wrong. Um, <laughs> Thank yeah. goodness. Loading the ammunition. Just oh, this one's for you, Dave. This yeah, no. no, no. So it was. Yeah, I don't know. I sort of figured. Yeah, and then th- I got I got pretty bad. Like my mates realised that I was like turning. You could say I was becoming a little Hitler. Um, but yeah, I realised after a while. Um, yeah, it's all bullshit, really. What's going on in your head? Your mind's extremely powerful, and it can be extremely degrading. Um, so. Yeah, so if you go into a down spiral path, your mind will follow, and you'll just keep spiraling out of control. Eventually you'll become, uh, you know, mentally depressed. Eventually you'll become psychotic, manic, murderous, whatever, um, if you don't deal with it. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I sort of figured, I thought about it, I was like, right, I'm so sick of this. I have got to do a change. So, (laughs) ha ha. Then I joined rowing became a New Zealand rower. Anyway, so... <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> but you yeah. didn't
0: have, like, the chat that you gave to your flatmate. Like, where do you get the inspiration just to, you know, stand up back again?
1: I think how, how I see it, there's always, a, as a geologist, there's always a light at the end of the t- tunnel. So you imagine you go into a mine shaft. Yeah, it's all dark and gloomy for most of the way. There's always a little speck of light somewhere getting into that tunnel. That's like hope, you know? everyone has this hope you always have hope if you lose hope yeah you might think you've lost hope but you know one day you might sit there and you'll just see a bee fly past and you're like wow that's beautiful oh you know what fuck it i'm gonna try and try and make everything beautiful again (laughs) but i don't know not everyone can do that some people need other people to find that spark like hamish for example um i i don't know I, i guess he just sort of realized like shit you know felix actually cares um, well, at the time, to be honest, I was so sick of him. I was like, oh my god, if he just took the bullet, I wouldn't care. But no, no, I just, but I, I wasn't like that. I was, I was a quite, I just, I like giving, I like, I'm a peacemaker. So I like helping people where I can. For example, even Frank, despite he's a complete asshole, thought it would be a great idea to give him an opportunity. And yeah, he used the opportunity to the worst, weirdest, horriblest way, but he did it anyway. And I, I sort of let it, you know, I just, just welcome him with open arms, no matter what sort of a mongrel he was. Um, so, but it's beneficial, you know, you feel good even though you tried, despite even if they go down a bad way. But with some people, like Hamish, for example, it works and they find their way and everything goes sort of all right.
0: <laughs> but you, f- yeah. you believe in reincarnation?
1: Sometimes, yeah. Why? Why? I don't know, it's probably got to do with my mum, because she's, you know, if you have a parent or a role model, that mm-hmm. sort of shows you um this is right this well this is cool this isn't cool when i was younger i hated that stuff i hated i Rubbished, belittled spirituality.
0: Why wasn't your dad talking that? Yes, <laughs> it was.
1: Dad's atheist, yeah. Oh, so wow, wow, combination. Exactly. So or, I'd always like dad more. So I was like, oh, dad's right. He's right. Aryan, yes, woo. You know, that sort of thing. And then I realized as I got older, oh, yeah, dad's pretty reckless Actually, mum's kind of more clever. She's quietly smart. Dad's more like, Oh, I'm gonna kill you You know, so <laughs> outburst. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, and then he thinks about it and he's actually clever. But mum mum does things differently. She she you know, she if there's a problem like me, she should take it. She'd take it all in. Someone's punching you recklessly or whatever, you sit there and you're just like, Mm-hmm, just wait till I'm bigger, I'm gonna rip your head off. Yeah, but anyway, no, it's similar to that. But it's more like a you take it in, you take it in and eventually you sort of you find a way to deal with problem, you know, with spirituality. Like, mum was like, um, so, re- oh, where am I going with this? Reincarnation. She, um, yeah, I think how I figured that out was through mum.
0: You mentioned one of our chats, like, down there. You said something about when you were a kid yeah. and you were behaving the same way every single day for, I don't know, it was like three months or one month?
1: Yeah. Or what did I say? i was trying to try and remember what I said. Oh, yeah, I because it comes from your mum. Yeah, i So, mum, mum, um, yep, yeah, so mum, she's into Buddhism, and at the moment, actually, she's working in a volunteer for, it's a retreat mm-hmm. for, or well, you could call them hippies, people that are spiritually connected, all right, and all you do there, you Did go, you call
0: them hippies?
1: Nah, that's what dad would say. Sorry. dad coming in. No, that's my dad, what he'd okay, say. Okay. You know? Because then,
0: for me, hippies are people who wear, like, no shoes. Yeah. Who don't yeah. care about anything and they don't shower.
1: Yeah, well, similar to that. No. And they not. have
0: a lot of sex with a lot of people.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's
0: that's good. Yeah,
1: that bit is good. That's what my mum was. No, she was a groupie when she was younger. Yeah. Anyway, How many siblings story. do you
0: have that you don't know about? Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, we're I do
1: not even I didn't even realize. I for, for a long time I thought my parents were um, not my parents. Really? Yeah. For so a why? Long time. It was just like your own thinking. Oh, I just I asked my mum and she's like. Like, I was like, Mum, are you actually my real mum? And then she was like, you know, I was going to wait. I was wondering when you'd ask that. Because she sort of knew, like, you know, is he really our son? Like, he's nothing like us. But oh. I'm sort of a real smush up of the whole family, I guess. Like, I've got a, you can see traits of my, fa- my grandfather. And mum said, I've, you can, she knew her, in, in German you call it so it's your great grandfather. Mm-hmm. And she she knew her great grandfather. Who's my great great Uber father, whatever you call it? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a he loved cigars. You know, I'm the only person in the, in my entire family that loves cigars, and I never got it from my parents. Ooh, uh, wow. So Mum's like, "You've bloody got that from him, bastard!" You know? <laughs> 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 wow, he <laughs> goes really back in time. Yeah, it's funny. It's quite cool. Uh, I think we're all somehow connected in our family, um, and it's funny. It's great. I have lots of examples for for our. Um, for example, my, I'm I'm a godfather to six children of my uncle. Wow! I think he, he
0: never. Yeah, he didn't well, he, lose time. Yeah, he's he, he went he straight said, to it. Yeah, he
1: said like I really want you to be the godfather because you're nuts. You know they love you because you're just such a weirdo. <laughs> so <laughs> and anyway, the, one of them like, one of the twins her name's Charlotte. She's a little blonde, absolute gorgeous. She's gonna be a model when she's older, but she's um she's like, my uncle for scale. He's two meters six. Wow! High and his wife is a meter yeah. ninety. And all the kids, they're all, you know, she's four and she's like this tall. She's a bloody all monster. So I'm going to be the little bugger. Oh. yeah. And, and So anyway, one of the girls, Charlotte, um, whenever she said it, so in German, when you say flower, it's blume mm-hmm. in, in German. And she, for a long time, even now, she's four, and she still can't say flower properly, blume. She still says mume. like a cow yeah yeah so and what we found it was really weird suddenly one of our aunties or something from our family she's like what the hell did she say that was great 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 aunt Olga we always said that you know it was really weird and we're just like what oh my god she's right like great great one of our great great grand whatever's also 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 couldn't pronounce flower for a long long time so until she was like 10 or something and wow. everyone seemed to still know them. Like, wow, shit, she's definitely part of our family, isn't she? It sort of just follows on in the generations. I thought it was so cool. That's yeah, I thought amazing. it was so funny. That was cool. I wonder what, in 10 years, or maybe oh, in 200 years, how messed up all the kids will be from all my stuff. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, shit, can't wait. Yeah. So how
0: does the reincarnation work then?
1: Sorry, I still. I always jump off topic. No, uh, but it's really yeah.
0: cool. It's really cool. You <laughs> yeah. have so many stories. You're a very good storyteller.
1: Uh, that's a problem. Sometimes exaggeration gets in there as well and changes the no, story. No,
0: but you're a very good entertainer. And I think that I am an entertainer as well. I was trying to fight against that because I never found... I didn't, I didn't see myself as a clown. But on the no. other hand, it's not a bad thing.
1: No, it's not really. You know,
0: the world needs entertainers.
1: They do. You don't yeah. want to have boring people. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Exactly.
0: exactly. So, yeah. so, yeah. so, why does she believe in reincarnation then, or why? did she see something in you or in her own life?
1: It's probably through her own life, I think, and maybe it was a way to deal with the death of all these parent, all these grandparents, and I think it's also got something to do with our with the war. So, our, our entire family is definitely a hundred percent connected to the World War Two, big time, like badly. Okay. Um, and it's passed on through our generations Um, like I had to go to a psychologist for um, geez I think four years because I had really bad anxiety I still do but I know how to deal with it Um, and that was from war from my granddad who was a I've probably gone into this he's a he was a Tiger II tank commander he owned he was command of 20 tanks on the German side fighting the Russians Mm -hmm. he's still alive just turned 102
0: Wow, that's
1: impressive. (laughs) It's crazy, eh? Really? (laughs) Yeah, and he's got pretty up there. He wasn't like, he didn't want to kill. You know, he didn't want to, he wasn't a a Jew killer or anything. He wasn't SS, but he was an officer.
0: Well, second part done. This is the last break. I repeat, this is the last break, guys. This is the last break. So I hope you made it like till here for now, and I didn't lose you. Um, you know, throughout the, um, the podcast I like long podcasts I like long conversations you know me you know how this works you can always pause it and take it like where you left off any other time but here's the last bit and thanks for listening let me know what you thought about this if you want me to have another conversation with him I hate the word conversation it's so hard to pronounce sometimes can we just say convo between you and me? yeah? Cool, let's let's do that. And um, yeah, with no more ado, here's the last bag, guys. Enjoy.
1: Um and we've still got a photo of him shaking Hitler's hand. Ooh, where wow. he, was, he was awarded Iron One and Iron Two Cross, which is the the highest medal of honor, rubbish. and we've got his uniform anyway. And he he um, he's he's so scared of death. So he doesn't want to die, and that's why he's so old. He he does not he cannot die. He does not want to die. His yeah, body, dad is for like, losers. It just exactly. It just <laughs> he can't. He, he's so scared of death. And mum's mum's like we've found that. Okay, from this is probably through dad as well because my dad, my dad's dad was an SS Nazi. So he was he killed Jews for fun. You mm-hmm. know, it was his fun thing. So that sort of fucked dad. Sounds up. like Frank. Yeah. Well, I talked to Frank about this actually. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the, I don't want to divert the topic again. I'm going off it again. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think anxiety stemmed from my all the grandparents from the war and our family, and it's passed through to all of us. So all of everyone in our generation, and uh, through the psychologist, she um, she was very spiritually connected, and she she asked me to draw a what are they called constellation family constellation. You mm-hmm. heard of that? Yeah. It's cool, I love that Give you a giant sandbox And 20,000 different figurines All different things, everything There was opal, there were rocks, there were everything And she asks you to paint a picture of what's going on in your head But without thinking, take a piece And place it where you think it goes And it's actually a really hard experiment If you're used to thinking all the time Yeah So I just she was just like, just grab a piece and put it somewhere And try and paint what's going on in your sub- subconscious Man, that was cool. It was a really cool thing to unlock, and even she was like, "What the fuck? That's crazy!" <laughs> right? So it was, I can still remember it really well because, yeah, I didn't. I was. I didn't think. I didn't think at all what was going on. I just painted a picture to how I felt at that current point, uh, spiritually connected to the family, and This is where reincarnation comes in. Okay. Where um, how this all works? So what? Wh- how I see it. Um, so what happened was I got. If I had a box, I can see it right now, it's in front of me. So I have a box, sand. I had I all these figurines around me, and I didn't even, half the time, I'd look at something about, like, right, I need this. I'm going to put this here. So what I did, I had one side. One side, there was a little natural mound of sand, and I found this enormous polished shell that looked like a, like a pyramid, like something you'd see. Like a, like a mosque you know something pointy look, looks like an onion and I mm. put it on the top of the um... I cannot
0: <laughs> wow blasphemy yeah, like a mosque it's like an onion
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know oh my god not what <laughs> it's I meant. fine no you know, worries I don't think I anyone that listens visually.
0: to this is Muslim no,
1: hopefully just, it just looks You know. sorry it just looks like a, like, a, you know, like an onion like a, like a round little topping yeah no
0: inspiring. free of speech
1: I mean haters yeah. gonna hate anyway you're oh, fine geez, everyone hates anything anyway yeah, yeah. so, yeah, so, so. You, you grab that we created this picture essentially what i created was everything through our ancestry um, how it's connected to now and what's going on with all our without because we have every family has issues with family members and what we figured out after this painting what i'd done there was you know i put my grandparents my me my parents my everyone that i've never met in my life um and we paint i paint this as really simple image and we figured out, like, I put three objects. I remember there was a key, a suit of armour, a shell. A key, suit of armour, a shell. Uh, a turtle, uh, a chicken. The chicken's my cousin. My cousin works on an organic, he's like me, only child. Um, we oh. Me too. Yeah, so to you the you're to my yeah, yeah. only child, so I think. Oh, like, only, I also go to yeah. therapy. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> so, oh, Still go. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: crazy. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, your cousin. Yeah. sorry. So
1: my cousin, he works in an organic chicken farm in Germany. Mm-hmm. I think that like, own the biggest chicken farm. In the Demeter, it's called Demeter Eggs, real famous chicken brand. Anyway, and, he, and he's the head head farmer now, um, and he's so he's a chicken, so I put, he's the chicken on the map. And then I was a turtle because of the reincarnation thing. Um, and the suit of armor was around all of us. And the suit of armor was something, uh, how I saw was, um, to do with the reincarnation. So, um, geez, I've so gone off topic again. I'm so sorry. Um, no, it's fine. I
0: mean, why, why are you the turtle? Turtle. The turtle. Why do you see yourself as a turtle? So
1: where that come from, that came from, um, my, when I was younger, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know, I don't know, yeah, once you have a child, I don't know, if, I haven't had a child, but I, like, I love kids, they're like me, they're just younger, so, mm-hmm. um, when I was younger, I had my great uncle, he came to New Zealand to visit me, I was two, he was 25, we that tall, two meter six bastard, mum's cousin, mm-hmm. great, great cousin to me, mum's cousin, yeah. Um, and he gave me a turtle, a little stuffed turtle, not a live one, but a, like a teddy bear turtle, like mm-hmm. that thing, but turtle. Aww. And he gave it to me. And I still remember it w- with two, just when I first saw it, and I just felt so, I know, involved. I, don't know, I wouldn't say connected, just strongly about the turtle. And every time I see a turtle, It's pretty interesting. That's why I like going to that island because there's a shitload of turtles and they're always in the water with me, always, always in the water. And they always don't seem fussed, you know. I'd be gutting a fish or decapitating something underwater and the turtle would always be there sitting with me underwater, just not fussed. I could even touch them sometimes. They just don't seem fussed by me, which is, I don't know, mum said to me once, you can... Through you know, she always believed as well that I was definitely something to do with the sea. I was I have a, a strong bond with the sea, um, and she believed deeply as well that I probably was a turtle at some point a long time ago. I don't know; it could have been a different world. Even, who knows? Um, uh, th- yeah, that I was. Uh, I was definitely. I I had a life once in the sea. Um, and I feel so strong about turtles. So it could be, you know, it could could it
0: sounds really sounds cool. strange. You know, I mean, you feel it. Real. You know, yeah. like, like, underwater,
1: it's really odd. Like a, a turtle, I just, I don't know, whenever I see a turtle underwater, maybe it's just some happy gargoo coming out of my mouth. But when I, when I was, when I, whenever I see a turtle underwater, it just, you know, it just feels like, oh hey, what's up? You know, G? underwater sort of thing. Aww, yeah, like so, a pal. yeah, like a but they sort of they're not scared. You know, I, I was a month ago on on. On Hook Island, um, I watched four turtles crawl up the beach to lay eggs. And then, actually, two days before I got here, one of those nests hatched. And I was there on the island just sitting, I was helping Baby them along. Turtles. It was so cool. Imagine like 500 or 200 turtles rushing oh. out of a little hole and all the crabs and the gulls are in the air trying to bloody pick them all off. And there's me with a stick freaking throwing yeah, over it. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, and there was a crab that grabbed one of the turtles and he was like flopping on his back. Oh no. And I like kicked the crab away, grabbed yeah. the turtle and like hobble. Come hob- on, come <laughs> on. Oh no, and then they're so as, cute. as they all got into the sea, I jumped in too with my fins and like, just because I knew um, what I got told by the the fairy guys I said from the beach to the edge of the reef is the most dangerous part of their life so I was great for the whole day I just ushered a whole whole night you could say I was sort of with the torch underwater I was like hushing them along to the edge of the reef and there were sharks like little ones trying to get them every now and then oh
0: my god I'm so think, stressed with the turtle.
1: I think that only got maybe one or two but I like I just like I was so so worried I was like nah 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 it's,
0: nah.
1: Like, it's your, yeah. it's your Yo, I, I thought it was cool yeah I thought it was oh, really helpful. and I thought the more. penguins
0: got it hard eh
1: Oh, oh pff, Cheekers, nah. it was Turtles cool. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely I definitely feel very connected to the turtles. Mm-hmm. Not in a not like it's my favorite animal. It's, well, they are pretty cool, I wouldn't say it's a favourite. Um but yeah, they're cool. Um yeah, okay, they're a favorite animal. <laughs> yeah. no, they're yeah. really cool. Yeah, they, I mean, when I started in
0: finding Nemo, you know, crush, he <laughs> looks like he's stoned.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, like,
1: right, dude. Yeah, yeah that's right. So easy, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, and
0: exactly. I'm like, What?
1: yeah exactly i don't
0: think kids you know pick that up but i i'm totally like yeah he he's, well, he's on wheat. yeah yes. he's a surfer right, of course right, yeah, a yeah. surfer
1: turtle. hey man this is so cool, bro it's you know it's Gnarly, bro yeah that's pretty much what he's a surfer <laughs> australian surf so cool yeah so i know i know I, that's how i thought and Mum's really strong about she was we didn't experience we did this many times when i was a child to figure out you know maybe because no one knows anything about their past lives. You can only guess. You don't really know anything. Like, maybe it's all bullshit and I just like turtles. Yeah. But there's definitely something there because I, I seem very relaxed with them and they're really relaxed with me. And I know we just sort of sort of work together, you know? I don't know. Um, but, yeah. And mum, she was 100% convinced that she was a shaman at some point. At some point. Maybe wow. in Africa or something. Because she's very... Um, Homeopathic, so she loves medicinal. She likes healing people. Mm -hmm. I like healing people mentally Mm -hmm. or comforting them. Mum likes healing them with actually with some
0: like a doctor, but organic kind of
1: grass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so she's into that sort of thing. Um, And she was, she was, yeah. We had we actually chatted with our psychologist friend who's also sort of into that sort of thing. And she's like, yeah, I think you guys got the nail, hit the nail on the head there, pretty much. Like it sort of makes sort of sort of follows you guys character um well, yeah exactly it's probably why i hate jellyfish so much as well nah, <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah yeah no it was cool it was interesting and so mom, can yeah. she
0: remember any of her past lives or she, can you remember any a, of
1: yours she had a pretty weird dream yes okay. actually i told you this actually i think yeah. so but yeah. can i cannot remember was, well uh, yeah mum had a pretty weird dream once when she was younger um, and it, it was somewhere she remembers it was like I can't really remember it was something where she was in the, in the night in a dark place and there was a fire or something and it may have been the last moments of her life or something or something um, but I remember mine very strongly mm-hmm. my I had this recurring dream when I was younger I think it was, it was it went on for two years every day at 12 o'clock at night exactly at 12 o'clock at night I would wake up um, in my cot and I'd just throw up everywhere. And I remember the dream from since ever it started because it was it was the most horrific. It wasn't a bad dream to me. It it was horrible. But so what it was, it was a cloud. It was like a gaseous wave or cloud that hit me, and then I, I don't know. I assumed that was my death. Like it was from the past life, and I hadn't completely transcended or whatever you call it. and so yeah, it was it was it was every time I woke up before I woke up, it was an enormous grey, misty, wispy cloud. I always thought maybe it was the sea, the ocean, a wave, you mm-hmm. know, the white thing coming down the wave, or a gas cloud, or just something, or some haze of death, um, or something that just maybe perish or something. Um, and yeah, I just remember yeah, it was it was. I don't know, it just made me throw up and I died. Like, well, I don't know. And I just threw up every day for two years and mum and I... 12 o'clock. Tw- exactly 12 o'clock at night. It was fucking scary. Mum thought it was fucked. Like, she... she. Dad freaked out. Dad thought that something was really, like... Oh, yeah, Even course, dad, like... The sensible,
0: oh, rational, atheum. scientific one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is not out. right.
1: <laughs> yeah, he thought, oh, shit, we've got a serial killer as a son. <laughs> shit. You know, something's not right. And mum freaked out. Mum freaked out as well. She talked to a lot of her friends who were really into the... We have... Here's a good one for you. We have someone that mum found in Germany. She's a... We could call her a, th- a soothsayer. Mm-hmm. So someone that can... She won't ever tell you the exact of what's going to happen in your life, but she'll give you hints. And you don't pay her anything or anything. You just give her a ring. She's 98. She's an old lady. Um, and she has this gift. She has this gift she doesn't even she's never met me i've never met her in her life she's never seen me she never knows anything about me but somehow mum's never met her either mum's never heard of the lady it could be Mm. a fucking robot she's talking to but she this person should ring her up and she'll look i'm really concerned about my son is everything going to be all right in the future and she's like he's gonna have you know she would give you hints she would be like he's gonna do that he's gonna there's going to be a roller coaster coming ahead of him. You know, he's, he's killed, but in the end, he'll be fine. He'll find his way. That's what's it, always ringing in my mind since I was 10. She said, he'll find his way. So that, I don't know what that means. It could mean, like, he might go and stab 10 million people and he's happy about it. <laughs> or nah, he's, no, nah, no. Nah, I or, don't think not nah, so. me neither. You or, don't have time yeah. for so many no, people. I you it's but uh, too It's too much just something, you, Like, obviously, over-complicating. you're overcomplicating. Like, what the hell did you mean? I wish I could learn more. But then, you know, you can only think it's a positive thing or you know, but I don't know, it was interesting, this lady existed and mum likes to always find ways to sort of help us along, sort of sort of thing. Like reincarnation reincarnation. It's almost a hope thing as well. It makes you feel more at peace and sort of happy with who you are, kind of thing. And makes you realise you want to try and savour every breath you have in this life. Mm-hmm. Um, until it comes to sort of a close somehow. Um yeah, I don't know. I guess that's sort of I see how mum why mum does it makes her feel better. Because you know everyone wants to feel better somehow. It's like a drug in a way, just to find a way of dealing with your suffering, strange body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I sort of think. How I see it. That's why mum does it, and that's probably why I sort of like the idea of it too, because it makes everything a bit easier to digest. Yeah.
0: True. Yeah.
1: True.
0: I have three questions for you. Of
1: course.
0: One. Where do we put religion here?
1: I hate religion. Don't okay. even start with me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Second. Yeah. Do we have a purpose in life? And if so, and if people haven't found it yet, Either. how can you find it then? What can you do to find it? So those three questions.
1: Right. I'll start with the end one so I can't remember the others. Um, <laughs> so I Sick. think, personally, um, here's a good question. Does this relate directly to you? That last question.
0: For example, yeah I, yeah, I don't know. I don't seem to find my purpose or like what I want to do for the rest of my life, professionally speaking, and it's quite confusing at times.
1: Yeah. See. See. Yeah. See. I think. Uh, mm. Right. Let me just have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me check yeah, on the yeah, art of yeah. happiness. No way. Chapter no. three mm. says. Mm. <laughs>
0: Start smoking
1: a bit more. No, well, exactly. No, no, exactly. So (laughs) I think what you should do there, uh, just, well, see, that's why people travel, I think, as well, to try and find a new meaning in life. Because that's kind of the, the, the people I've met through travelling all the backpackers I met in New Zealand, that sort of thing, the girls I slept with. That. Uh, they oh, are 53? <laughs> no,
0: no, no. Nah, no, these were younger. They younger. were normal age. Oh. 10,
1: not. <laughs> no, That's like, why it
0: never no, worked. No, they were like <laughs> 20,
1: you know, they were all, yeah, but older, 26, 27, so on and so forth. Um, they all seemed to have asked the same question. or well, they never asked it, but they were definitely looking for something. Mm. Um, and they, yeah, I think it's funny mum even said that through travel you seem to learn more about yourself and more how fucked up you are and your problems and how to ways to to combat those problems Mm -hmm. um and i think it's good with travel if you travel by yourself especially then you start realizing your faults and Mm. what you need to do to build on yourself and what your passions are you know no matter how screwed up the passion is um and then you can you sometimes even meet people along the way that might have benefit you with those passions, like your fiance, whatever his name is, or hubby, or Alexandro. Did you name. say
0: fiance? Yeah, I say all
1: sorts of things. Like oh my god! hubby uh, uh, Alejandro, one. But yeah. it's just like <laughs> I'm guys, sorry. like
0: I'm sorry. fiance. Oh my god!
1: Anyway. Yeah, it's probably a bit much. It's, it's right. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh, sorry.
0: Uh, yeah. oh my god. I'm sorry. You know, no, no, I mean, yeah.
1: The hubby, the one. Uh, I can't say the name, Alex. Alejandro. Yeah. Okay, Alessandro. Uh,
0: Alex is fine. Alex, yeah. Yes. Hey. So. Yep.
1: So I don't. I don't know. I think if you're if you're having a hard time finding your traits or, or your passions, um, I know you seem to just find it eventually, don't you? I thought that's sort of how it works. You sort of. As you go through life, you're like, oh, my God, this really... I like this. I really... This really appeals to me. Mm-hmm. I, I want to give this a go. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to go and dance naked on the street. Oh, yeah, shit, that sounds like me. Mm-hmm. You know? That kind of thing, like... Does that, uh, that doesn't sound like, No, uh, no. Nah. Nah, nah, <laughs> we see, like, some people... Some people be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to just join dancing school and see if I like it. And, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. And then you sort of do it and it's just sort of... I don't know. Some people... I, you, People always worry about not finding their way, right? Mm-hmm. I, like, I, shit, I do. So yeah. I assume other people do too. Um, but sort of when you stop worrying about that, things just sort of fall into place. The same as looking for a girlfriend. You never look for a girlfriend. Never. Don't even bloody start looking for them. They just come to you when you're least expecting it, like anything, with anything. Even yeah. if you, what Your hobbies. If you you feel lost because you can't find what you're looking for, you know, you just... Honestly, the best advice I'd have is just don't even think about it. Just keep living your pathetic life or boring life or your happy life, whatever you have.
0: Keep serving food to people.
1: Yeah, you never know. Someone might come along and be like, hey, you seem like a nice lady. Would you like to come and do this with me? And just, ah, here's a good one. You have to be open. You have to be spontaneous, opportunistic. I mean, I think this is frustrates me all the time. My friends do this to me. You know, you offer them a job, like... Or anything, a job, for oh look guys do you want to pay my fence for me, I'll give you 20 bucks an hour or whatever, mm. and they're like nah I don't want any of that shit money, if it was me I'd just do it because fuck it's something different yeah. and if, as you do it, yeah it might be the most horrible thing in the world a person might walk, walk by and be like wow you've done a real good job there, would you like to come with me and paint this or would you like to work with me, you talk to them about you or you're a geologist and you have another opportunity, you're like this guy's like oh that's funny because I know someone who does this and this And they're like, oh, well, you should get in contact with them. And, you know, you guys should move on kind of thing. So I don't know. I think if you just take every opportunity you can, you sort of eventually lead to something. You'll find something that appeals to you. Um, But some people are very good at always saying no. And
0: keep themselves in the comfort zone. Oh,
1: God, don't do that. I mean, you know if you do that well sure you'll have your little closed up circle and you'll keep probably keep going around in that circle in a circle a circle in a circle but if you think out of the square if you take every opportunity you can no matter how stupid how tedious if everyone laughs at you fuck it do it anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's what I in high school <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah just no matter what people think as well um if you enjoy it you do it and your circle is sort of open you can you're not in a merry-go-round. Your merry-go-round goes all over the bloody place. And that's great. You know, you have opportunity. That's how you find your way. I find. Hope that makes sense. I
0: like it. I mean, <laughs> at least it's positive yeah. and very oh, know, optimistic and inspiring.
1: Well, I don't know. you just got to try it. Yeah, What's the point in not trying? You'll just be stuck in that. True. You know, you'll be angry, angry. You have your mood swings. you be pissed off, whatever. And then, yes, when you have your mood swings or you're annoyed one morning... Um, and you, someone says to you, hey, would you want to do this? And you'll be like, look, I'm pissed off. I'll talk to you later. Just later. I'm not going to say no now, but, you know, actually, you know what? I'll go with you to that island or I will go with you to that sail somewhere. Let's go do that. <laughs> Fuck it. Day off. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't know. I th- that's how I'd say it. Take it, take a chance. It's always good. If it's a stupid chance, don't take it. <laughs> oh, well, how,
0: yeah. g- how can you tell whether it's going to be a stupid chance oh, or it's not? Really it's tough. based on your own values. Exactly. And if you're a, C word. Yeah. If you're a dickhead.
1: Or okay. yeah. oh, can't. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. All oh, right. Oh, what? you yeah, mean the philosopher yeah, Sorry. Yeah. yeah.
0: The general philosopher no, I was like,
1: you, you can't do <laughs> you that. You can't. That's what I was saying. Yeah. 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 You can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can. Uh, you just, yeah. You're if you're
0: one of those, so like, yeah, I think your perception is gonna be biased. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to say?
1: None To wrap up Oh are we done already Okay I, I mean yeah.
0: It's been Oh my god 58 minutes Plus 22 minutes Before What am I gonna do with you
1: Jeez I don't know Write a book Okay <laughs> we, So
0: this is the first The first episode I think what? When you're back Yeah We should do another one
1: I've still got three days Yes I oh, what's today it's Saturday
0: Yeah uh, today's Saturday Monday Yes Monday. And I want to ask you for the next one, what was the hardest thing that you've ever done? No, 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 and religion because you forget about that, about that like where does religion come into place? Absolutely. if we talk about reincarnation, past lives, blah blah blah. What's the role in religion? If it's it's just something that we made up to feel ourselves better, like, oh, there's something there, or if it's actually something there, blah, blah, blah.
1: I don't know anything about religion.
0: (laughs) Well, you have time to... No, no, no. No,
1: no. I'll read the Bible. I've read the Bible twice. uh,
0: Really? Wow, that's commitment.
1: Boring as hell, man. But you can. it's funny. You can see how someone's idea has just been so warped by imagination. You know, yeah. I don't, it could have been Isn't real It's like a, a good story know. If you yeah, take it a as story. a book A fiction yeah. book yeah. But if
0: not Oh my god If you have to live Like based on those Terms and norms And rules
1: Should I No The only thing The only really good thing I found about a bible Is the amazing papers To smoke joints in We I mean, did that in uni And my grandmother Was furious <laughs> <laughs> she's Catholic that's <laughs> yeah, great you're like oh yeah. well like
0: mate- Mateo three two John oh. number two
1: vice shall share great here's a good man <laughs> oh.
0: right we'll talk more about stones next time I promise
1: oh don't worry we don't have to talk about stones at all it's my life really
0: yeah but I mean I don't meet like geolo- geologists very often to be honest that actually stay at hostels I thought that you guys were more fancy
1: well they're not all assholes Nah, nah, I don't For know, I like, I like the young life, because I've never really experienced, you know, my parents are quite well off, and I've always, I've always wanted to go and do the abnormal, I've always wanted to start from the bottom and work my own way up, mm-hmm. but to be honest, even if I got to an amazingly celebratory type of person, I'd probably still stay in a hostel, because I just like a hostel. Why? I don't know, just, well it's, you know, it's where you, where you, you sort of, it's fun, I don't want to go into a resort. And spend $1,000 a day on just... With old of, with C words. And everyone looks the same. Like, I don't want to be stereotypical, but I'm going to be. Here in Early, the normal person you see is a big roided b- person with tattoos all down his back. The same haircut. A girl that's got the most blown up boobs and every colour of makeup in her face. Yeah. And that's the norm you see out here. But yeah. when you come to this hostel, you have an entire mix of people. It's like a miniature New Zealand pretty much Aww. because New Zealand is so you know I was telling to what's his name the Italian bloke that's just gone to proserpine to go and view the salty crocodiles he said to me this hostel is so all hostels he probably met but he did say this hostel is so um, it's vibrant like everyone's like, oh hey mate how you doing and he's like I was so surprised like I sat at the table and four other people came and sat there and we all just started talking about nothing it was great, you know, he felt so involved and loved and no one judged him for who he was, you know. Everyone here's on the same page, kind yeah. of thing. And it's good, it brings me back to normal because, yes, at work, you have to act as if you're some Jeebus and you have to be reliable and everyone has to be, oh, look, safe this and everything, report this. But then on break, it's just really nice to go back to normal and just, yeah, yeah you know, everyone, I like wearing... Bare feet, and yes, people out here. Obviously, Australians are real good at judging people. So as soon as you go onto the onto the, I love that. Like you know, they judge you. It's great. I th- I think it's fantastic. I mean, uh, you know, they'll come there and they think you're just some low life useless bugger that's drunk hungover. And yes, I am. I'm hung hungover and walking around and don't care what they we think. No, no, but it's just cool because you you can really you can see under all that makeup. You know, you're just. A <laughs> they're just not happy with themselves you come here everyone's so different and so vibrant adventurous looking for adventure like I've already made a date with Robin and um and Nathan like I've taken Nathan and Jet we all have to go to the island at some point all together yes just because great it's a great place for young people it's adventurous it's fun you know there's I, even you guys have to come like, like whenever I saw the fins up on the cabinet he had, you know he's interested in diving and yeah, we just we have to organize it. I like hostel because we're all on the same page. It's good. I like it.
0: I like it too. Yeah, we're all feel the like same
1: page. We, we all sort of understand each other. Yeah. It's not like at work. We, we everyone has to be better than everyone else.
0: Yeah, we're just like the guys who unplugged from the Matrix, I guess.
1: Yeah, what's that? I've never what's, what's Matrix. I've never watched it.
0: Well, okay, just watch it and then. Yeah. We'll Um, I'm thinking, well, obviously this is the end of the podcast, (laughs) ha ha ha. I'm thinking of doing a solo podcast or start doing some solo podcasts instead of me waiting for, you know, the right people to have as guests. Sometimes it takes time and I do love talking. I, you know, yeah, I'm always, you know, moving air from one point to another. I'm an air thief. What can you do about it? Well, Anyway, as I mentioned in the podcast, I am an entertainer and I don't mind talking about myself and I think it's only fair that I open up a bit more and I share my experience. Oh no, is it raining? Oh damn it, I wanted to go to the gym. Cycling, well, I guess this is not gonna happen anymore. Great, sorry. Anyway, so I was thinking of doing some solo podcasts about, like, things that matter to me, things that I have questions about, things that worry me and concern, you know, you know, bring some concerns to my life. Um, But not sure, really, because it would be just me talking for, for quite a bit. So let me know if you would be happy. And if you are not, well, this is my damn podcast, guys. Just some support, please. Some support. But, yeah, that's the idea. Hopefully, soon, uh, I'll be back with um, new pieces of content that we'll get to enjoy. Yes, maybe. And, uh, yeah, in the meantime, if you do have ideas on, like, you know, topics that you want me to talk about, people you want me, you know, questions that you want me to ask, people that I run into Uh, when doing these podcasts send them through on my instagram perla meets the world or i would say find me on facebook but i i have it like shut like i have it private so yeah find me on on instagram send me a um, direct message and yeah that'll be it so see you next time and take care please do take care